0: Hey, there he is. I'm here, Mike. I'm just adjusting. I hear you. I'm adjusting the camera there. Alright, cool. What's up, buddy? Not too much. How are you? I'm good. You look like you're in some sort of like, Japanese spa or something.
1: I'm in my um, yoga meditation room in my basement.
0: Oh, man. That, see, everybody needs one of those, man.
1: It's, you know, hold on. I'll give you a quick tour. I don't have the yeah. ceiling done yet, but we got a little little buddha action going oh, on man all right then we got the sauna over there we got some nice oh. green carpet and yoga mats
0: wow man
1: yeah that was my cool. uh that was my late winter project getting this done dude i am super jealous i'm not gonna
0: lie do you, cool. do you have coffee in your yoga meditation studio
1: do I have coffee? What kind of question is that?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on. Now it's coffee <laughs> talk, right? You have to. You have to.
1: It is um, coffee
0: talk. What is it? Espresso? Espresso longo this time, or are we just, uh, uh,
1: that's just an, coffee? An iced americano today.
0: You always have such
1: fancy coffee. It's, Mine's it's, just it, coffee. Mine's well, coffee. Basically, it's coffee. It's okay. espresso with water and ice. That's yeah. it.
0: It's, it's
1: called. They call it the poor man's latte. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: like it. I like it. The man who can't afford milk. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, Mike. I think this topic is timely, my friend. Right before, I, right before I came in here, dude walks in. He goes, I got shin splints, and I want you to check and see. You know, if my if I can get a better shoe to help fix my shin splints, so Ooh, yeah. So I did, you know, gait <laughs> analysis, watch him walk, watch him run, kind of talk to him a little bit about shin splints, and then I he's in the shoe that he's supposed to be in. So I, I had to tell him, dude, shoes ain't gonna fix your problem, bro. I'm sorry. Right. So I thought. You know, we could talk a little bit about some things that might actually fix his problem. And sometimes shoes can help, but for this gentleman, unfortunately, not so much.
1: No, I, shoes can help a lot depending on the cause. Mm-hmm. And you you guys being like the the first avenue that most people take, especially for foot shin injuries. What's the first thing they say? Mm-hmm. Oh, must be the shoes. It's gotta be the shoes. It's gotta be the shoes. Wasn't that Mars? Marsh Blackman, Michael Jordan days with the Air Jordans. It's got to be the it's shoes gotta be, money. It's got to be the shoes. It's got to um, be the shoes. Yeah, everyone blames the shoes. So <laughs> shoes, shoes aren't um, – they are important, but they're not to blame for everything. Um, right. So kudos to you for checking it out and kind of checking that box, not the shoes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And, then you, and then I, you send, I, you send know, them up the
1: road and we'll take care of them.
0: I could have lied and sold them a shoe. You, know? you could
1: have. You could have.
0: But I didn't integrity right here you know
1: and that's why i'm here talking to you <laughs> and nobody else <laughs> um
0: so what what are shin splints mike come on right. help us out here man
1: so shin splints um hold on is my reception okay here i think you're good man I think right you're
0: coming in crystal clear i'm All just gonna right. slide my little camera over
1: a little bit but uh
0: yeah so what are they what are shin splints
1: so shin splints are a bucket term Anyone that has pain like in between the ankle and the knee will call it a a, a shin splint. Um, Mm -hmm. But there's different um, levels of shin injuries or shin splints, if you want to call it that. So at its most basic, um, a shin splint type of pain is usually some inflammation and overwork of the tendons, um, the muscles and tendons that control the foot and toes. Uh, they attach along the tibia and fibula in there. If they're overworked and they're strained, then they get a little inflamed and they attach actually to the lining of the bones. You can actually get some inflammation on the lining of the bone. So that would be, yeah, first level shin splint. It's an inflammatory overuse type of thing and you got to address it. Sometimes um, just taking day or two off, icing after your runs, a little self-massage, proper warm-up beforehand can mm-hmm. do wonders. Uh, sometimes it's the shoes. Uh, sometimes it's got a be treated um in an office like ours yeah second level of shin splint would be um, like a stress reaction so that's okay. when the lining of the bone actually starts to break down so you don't mm-hmm. you're not at a stress fracture yet but that lining is not doing well because that constant pull from the tendon <clears throat> on the lining of the bone is a little too much okay S- same thing you gotta unfortunately his great thing about these types of injuries they, they get better um, but you need to you need to shut it down for a certain amount of time, um, right. or at least or at least relatively shut it down, um, give you a relative uh, break, for lack of a better yeah. way of describing it. Um, so if that goes untreated and people just try to run through the stress reaction, then it turns into a stress fracture, and that's when the lining of the bone actually starts to split. Um, now you got a different whole new set of problems and um, that problem yeah. Will, yeah the problem will get better but that's not something you run through i've actually met about two or three people who did run through stress fractures um, but they're like they're like they don't really exist those are like superheroes or unicorns yeah
0: did they run through it in that like they just were in excruciating pain and didn't like
1: care yeah or was it just like they, they didn't don't, they don't have feeling in their legs <laughs> <laughs> Probably a little of both, and those, yeah. people like that tend to have a really high pain tolerance, and they're mm-hmm. really uh, mission focused and goal focused. So yeah. um, they just kept running, but I guess they didn't run to, they didn't in, keep increasing that load, so the body was able to heal, which is rare. Um, okay. So you know, shut it down. Same thing, um, resting and icing at first. A lot um, therapy can help. We'll get into a little bit more of that in a second mm-hmm. on um, what we look for, what we can do, and causes of it. Um, but the last level of a, a shin splint type of injury is a stress fracture. I mean, stress fracture, and the, keep running through that, you'll get a full fracture, which not many people do. That gets a little too painful.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd I see. probably sh- I'd shut it down at level one if I'm honest. Right. I'm a little well, bit of a, a wuss when it comes to. No, man. You're
1: not a Dang. wuss. You're just you're just a smart runner because the amount of shutdown and care and alteration you need for your running at at that first level is minimal. Stress right. fracture depending on the bone and the person, 6 to 12 weeks no running. Yeah. yeah. No
0: runner wants to hear that, man.
1: No. So don't, that's why you, when you get that when your engine light's going on, that pain signals there telling you something's going on in the shin, just get it checked out. That's it, man. Do yeah. you
0: find so we do like our beginning runner group here and I find that a lot of times people who are either just starting running or they are maybe doing like a bit more than they used to do that's kind of where the like when shin splints kind of pops up so like uh, either a beginner just starting out or kind of someone ramping up those mileage that mileage um that seems to be when a lot of this happens
1: yeah do you so... find that too yeah, a lot of running injuries. We call them the two twos. Remember we talked oh, about yes, that? Oh yes, the tutus. Yeah, you know you progress too soon. So the newer mm-hmm. runners are trying to do too much um, too soon, um, too quickly, too fast, too hard, too much of anything. The stress for whatever mm-hmm. reason, whether they just don't have the resiliency in the tissue to handle the running, or they mm-hmm. just pushed it too too hard, too fast, too hard, too long, um, and they didn't build up tolerance in those tissues, so they can't um, tolerate it, and then they have this overload. And which leads to that whole shin splint, um, the whole different levels of shin splints, depending on where they are.
0: Right, so, yeah, right. Yeah. So what are some uh, things these folks can do? I mean, obviously, like, gradually increasing your mileage. I know we talked about that, like, 10% rule. Um, that can be helpful. And then, like, if you're just starting out, doing, like, a run-walk program can help kind of mitigate shin splints in that like you're building up tolerance but you're not like stressing those that tissue constantly by hurling yourself through the air um (laughs) so those are some ways to do it are there other ways that you can kind of like stop it in its tracks
1: um yeah you just got to figure out what the actual cause of it is so Mm -hmm. As with most things, the where the area of the pain is doesn't necessarily mean that's where the problem is. Sometimes yeah. it is, but like, think about someone with a really flat foot, you know, the Alabama <laughs> floor sucker that we've talked about a few times. <laughs> so, if the, if the arch is rolling in on the inside of the foot and they're really overstretched, there's three muscles that we just call them Tom, Dick, and Harry that go up the mid, inside of the arch and up the, the medial side of the tibia, on the inside of the tibia. Those mm-hmm. are working like gangbusters to try to support the arch and they can't because the arch is too flattened and they're not strong enough. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that they absolutely have to be in a Brooks beast or that they need an orthotic, but that Mm -hmm. could be um, either a temporary or permanent fix. But we need to strengthen the muscles in that group to make sure that they can hold that arch. Every time that foot hits the ground, make sure that they can handle that. Yeah. So that's one major reason we see for the shin splints on the in, on the inside of the tibia. And they have a yeah. fancy name for it. It's a medial tibial stress syndrome. It's just shin splints on the inside. Okay. Um, and then you have people that get shin splints on the front, more of that tibialis anterior muscle. Like on the outside there? Yeah. So like front the front outside. You got it. Yeah. Um, and that could be a whole different reason. A lot of times we see that because someone's, calf and soleus and achilles complex on the back of the leg is actually really tight which mm-hmm. causes the muscle on the front of the shin to overwork to try to dorsiflex that foot up think about okay. it as you're running and you're swinging your foot forward if you have a really tight calf and your foot wants to a plan- flex you're going to stub your toe in the ground so right. we have to work hard to get that toe up so you get a overuse syndrome just trying to fight the tight muscle it could be a tight ankle joint in there so you've got to figure out exactly what it is. Okay. So at the most local, you could be overworking because you're weak. You could be overworking because there's a tight muscle and there's some imbalance that we can find pretty easy. and can be addressed pretty easily. Um, but then we've got work, work your way up the chain. So if you've got someone – wow, just go quiet in here. Did the, the noise just change? Oh, it's back. Hold, hold hey, on. Oh, get, hey. What, what is on that? Hold on one second. Is
0: that like a sound machine?
1: No, that's a – that's my dehumidifier. I didn't even realize it was on.
0: Oh hey. So, hey, I'm back.
1: Sorry. Hey. Sorry if that was What's annoying on? in the background.
0: I didn't even notice it until you pointed it out. But now you it's,
1: know, it's silent. Your, it's my it's a home noise. It's always there, so I don't even notice it. Right. right. It's like
0: this fridge that's over like behind the camera here. Sometimes yeah. I unplug it and when I forget to unplug it like today, I I don't know if you can hear it, but I I can hear it and it annoys me, right. personally.
1: Um, <laughs> right. Well, anyway. yeah, so, so sorry about that. I didn't so even I, notice it, so it wasn't annoying.
0: That's okay. But I should, so when someone comes in and says, like, I got shin splints, I got to fix it. I should be asking, where is it? Because that mm-hmm. can kind of help me. So, like, if they're like, I got it on the medial side, maybe they need a little bit more support in their shoes because they're
1: maybe yeah maybe. so if you put yeah if you paint the whole picture right they've got a mm-hmm. flat foot they don't appear to be super strong they're mm-hmm. in a really flexible shoe and the pain is on the inside you Remember, remember i think we've talked about in the past like looking at their feet and just having to bend <clears> their <throat> knees and see if they over pronate or just doing some rotation so mm-hmm. as you rotate one direction, like one foot pronates, the other one supinates. And then as you rotate your body in the other direction, these types of things happen. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing a screen and you say, all right, there's a little too much pronation. They don't get a, come out of pronation. They're in mm-hmm. a, the wrong shoe and the pain is right in that medial spot. Then obviously, get. A, I mean, I would make a referral to the, for this person to get it checked just to make sure. But I would definitely yeah, yeah. change the shoe right then and there because gotcha. that could be the culprit. Cool. you know and and on the total opposite we see people with high arches really rigid ankles that get um shin issues uh, mm-hmm. more just because they're not absorbing shock well and it's just you know they gotta break foot so the foot it in the ground it's just bam, yeah bam. you yeah.
0: need the shoe to do some work in the cushioning yeah. department
1: and then that's when you work your magic and put them in the right cushioning shoe right that's it done
0: <laughs> done <laughs> yeah um so maybe not maybe not done what are some things that folks can do after they've gotten these shin splints to like maybe oh, getting a good shoe helps but yep. like exercises and stuff i'm yeah i'm i'm sure you're gonna say the f word foam rolling potentially
1: <laughs> Oh, that, that F word. That F word. I was going to say, did I drop the the other F word in one of these talks? I, I tried not no, to. No, no,
0: no. <laughs> Family-friendly show.
1: All right, good. Because my I just found out my niece watches the show, the show every once in a while, so i got oh, to right. yes, keep it. Oh, Yes, clean. Yes, hi, Beth, hi, Bethany, if you're watching. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so before I answer that really quickly, I was about sure, to sure. T- talk about we see many people with super weak glutes that they can't keep their knee on top of their ankle. So they have a weak glute, so the knee kind of rolls in. So let's say Mm -hmm. this is the inside, you know, the ankle's here, their glute can't hold their knee, and so it drops in and it kind of forces that overpronation, so that could be a cause. We've had many runners come in and they've seen, went to other clinics and people just like massaging and doing treatments just for the foot and lower leg, and they could never get back to running. The the shin pain never went away. Looking Mm -hmm. higher up the chain, they were weak in the hip and pelvis. So on that note like what can you do for it mm. first thing is you know you got to just shut it down a little bit take a few days <clears throat> yep some self massage foam rolling which like, a, like something like this is mm-hmm. probably not the best to get into those muscles i don't Cut. have it here but like a lacrosse ball you know you just Ooh, get a okay. lacrosse ball if you get two of them you kind of put them on either side of the shin and you roll the two lacrosse balls up and down your shin <laughs> but it's awful
0: but But in a good way
1: yeah and it gets behind the tibia like something like this is not going to get there it's just going to smack up against the tibia so you need something that's that's convex um -hmm. that can kind of roll behind the tibia so that actually works a little bit better one or two lacrosse balls back in there um if you need to ice because there's you know it's hot and it's flamed and it's really painful do that and then Is you return maybe maybe it's just two or three days off if you're getting it at phase one um you're mm-hmm. doing some tissue work and then it's a slow return return to a walk run program see how it how you do if at that point mm-hmm. you're still not able to even do a walk run then it's time to get it checked out mm-hmm. um but also things like um keeping your all the muscles in your lower leg strong so heel raises toe raises Single leg balance work—just standing barefoot on your um, on the ground on one leg, and the foot's wobbling around, and you're trying to hold yourself up nice and tall. That's a mm-hmm. lot of work on the muscles uh, inside and outside of the shin, and then getting the glutes strong. You know, squats, s- baby, squats, lunges, more single leg work. Single leg work mm-hmm. is phenomenal for glutes. Mm-hmm. And if I remember my running mechanics, you'd never run two legs when you run, right? That's true. If, if you are, we might have to talk to your coach.
0: You're kind of you're power walking at that point, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If there's two feet on the ground, it's no longer a run. That's so it. that's why single leg strengthening is the goal of every runner. So you can't go right to a single leg squat or some of these single leg balance exercises you need doing do with two mm-hmm. legs first, but get yeah. to the single leg because you'll work foot, you'll work balance, you'll work hips and pelvis more. It's great. Mm-hmm. Great activity.
0: Cool. I have a question for you. Okay. And uh, I don't. Uh, so, this guy came in, right? He's like a sales guy. Yep. He works for this company called Shintech.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know if you've heard of it. I have. So, it's like this little device that you put your foot in and you kind of like lift your toe up and it's got yep. like resistance bands. And so you can like adjust the resistance of your toe.
1: Yeah. Is
0: this like a good thing? Is this a good tool? to help with shin splints or is it kind of just like a gimmicky kind of deal
1: it's actually a good tool and i know it really well i was was actually in one of their commercials for it because cool yeah and they they made me a beautiful like i think it's like aluminum or stainless steel one with like our company name engraved it. it was awesome so yeah to strengthen that dorsiflexion motion um, it's a great device and they make a, a plastic one that's really affordable. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's kind of, it's a one trick pony. It's phenomenal at strengthening, um, dorsiflexion, which a lot mm-hmm. of shin splints can benefit from. Um, yeah. A lot of patients with shin splints can benefit from. So it, it's okay. And if you, if you don't mind spending a few bucks for that one purpose, then do it. And um, we have one in gotcha. every office.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. All yeah. right. Sweet. So, cause I always tell folks like, you know, sometimes that can help, like just the like to like lifting your toe up put your heel on the ground lift your toe up put the yeah. shin splint on there you're really cranking on that
1: muscle there yeah so it's a way of adding resistance if not then you've got to like staple guns like the elastic bands to the ground you got to put you know weights on your toes or duct tape them to the front of your foot it's hard to get extra resistance or yeah. you know you need some you need someone to hold the band while your foot's out in front of you as you're pointing the up and down so it's a very yeah. easy and convenient way and if you just keep it in your house slip your foot in bang out a couple sets you're in and out of there strengthening the that motion in like three and a half four minutes so it's good
0: got it yeah we should say this coffee talk is brought to you by
1: shintech <laughs> right i'm sure they would be happy about that <laughs> hey, i think wood, I'm sure. i think i think uh Mwangi and i were both involved in one of their commercials Oh, yes, I
0: remember that back in the yeah, day.
1: We still have day. like a couple of them laying around here somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good device. It's, it, you know, it, it, you can't really do much else with it, but for what you need, for, I mean, if you need that, it's, it's a good device. Cool. Shin um,
0: any other tips for shin splints? Can I have a quick, quick question before you answer that.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Compression stuff yay nay does it help we have like these socks some people ask about them i always say it's kind of like if you think it works it works <laughs> you know one of those the placebo effects <laughs> yeah but like yeah. does it actually do stuff
1: not for the the, the type of shin issues we we're talking about you know if people have like a circulation issue where they really build up a lot of waste products in those muscle groups because they they're working i guess mm-hmm. that could help um I think a lot of it is just it feels good oh my mm-hmm. shit like you know anything some of those neoprene sleeves that people wear on their knees or on their elbows you know mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with it i don't know if it's going to help but if it feels good and you can continue to be active with it on there go for it that you look kind of sporty good. with them right
0: yeah you look like you're really killing it out there you know
1: well you look like you know what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs>
0: Um, so I also had, I had this girl on my track team back in the day who got shin splints so bad that they like bruised up. Mm. Does, is, have you seen that? That's crazy to me.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, we've seen it. There's a, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of breakdown on the probably stress reactions happening at that point. Maybe even stress fracture, mm-hmm. who knows? It's rare, yeah. but yeah, you can see it.
0: No, man, look, anyway. Yeah. Um, I think I might oh, have no. to wrap this sucker up, Mike. I just do. You, saw do, you, do you
1: have Do you have a joke before we um, oh, wrap geez, it up? Oh,
0: yeah. So I was, um, <clears throat> I was talking to Christine the other day, right? She's <laughs> I'm telling already me laughing. I, she, <laughs> she's she's <laughs> telling me I gotta get into shape, right? So she's like, you know, a really good exercise to get in shape is a lunge. Um, and I think if I were to incorporate that exercise into my training, that yeah. would be a huge step forward.
1: <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> uh, that's that's my, that's, what,
0: that's my joke.
1: I like that. That's a, uh, that, that's a good, that's one of my favorite dad jokes. I think we went to the I, same I, website. I saw that one too. <laughs> <laughs> so I, Google. I, know, I don't know jokes. if you saw this one. If you saw this one, do, do you know why you, um. You can't hear psychologists going to the bathroom?
0: <laughs> Jeez. Um, <laughs> no, I don't.
1: Because the pee is silent. <laughs> uh, Their pee is silent, I should say. Uh, that yeah.
0: is fantastic.
1: Yeah, all right. We'll have to save all the rest for another time. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: all right. Well, good episode today, Mike. Thanks for joining me.
1: Yeah, and, pleasure uh, as always.
0: Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Hopefully that helps with any shin splint issues you may. Yeah, if they
1: have got more, sh- if they got more shin questions, just send them our way.
0: Yeah, direct message us or Mike, and we'll uh, hopefully get you sorted. Sounds good. All right, we'll see you next see week, you Mike.
1: All right, take I- care.